Hey, welcome to Your Time In. I'm your host, Adrian Shepard. Let's go ahead and get Jessica in here. Hi, hey, Jessica. Doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. I'm excited. I'm ex I've been looking forward to this day. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been in the works like people don't even know. Over six months, yeah. I think, too. Over six months. I think so. But finally made it happen. So I'm excited and I'm thankful to be here with you and everyone. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yes. So my name is Jessica Medina. I'm the creator and founder of Intentional Living Nation. And I'll explain later on exactly what that is. But like you and everyone here, I'm just on a journey of evolution and healing. And I'm just looking for ways to what I consider reaching my full potential and living life at its fullest. And um, I have been reflecting a lot on my journey because I deeply believe that we are powerful and we are able to create the life that we desire if we put our mind into it and we're, if we're strategic and consistent. So I'm just a regular person just trying to make an impact and live my best life. Yeah. And what kind of impact are you, are you, are you making? So it's been, it's been quite a journey for me. And the best way that I can describe it is being a catalyst for positive change in the life of my soul family and everyone that is around me. That is uh, what I consider my life mission. And with that, what I'm looking to do is to inspire people. I also am looking for ways to help them release any traumas or anything that does not serve them at all anymore, or simply give them uh, some type of uh, guidance so they can overcome obstacles they're dealing with and eventually level up in life and become their best selves. Yeah, you said life long. So how did you get, how did you get started on this journey? I think that I've always been on this journey, but I've become aware of it in 2015. I believe that's when it all started. I um, had a big change happen um, where I used to be working at. I got promoted and I was given a leadership position, which meant that I was having more um, expectations of me, higher expectations of me, more requirements of my performance. And that in itself pushed me down this path of wanting to become better and better from the way that I present myself to the way that I speak to others, to the way that um, I interact with people on a day-to-day -day basis. So it all started with my leadership uh, promotion back in the day. That's when I started reflecting on how do people see me? How do I want people to perceive me? What do I want people to, to think of me? What do I want to be remembered as? What do I want my legacy to be? And so... From that moment on, I just went down the rabbit hole and continued to dive deeper and deeper to have more moments of introspection, to continue reflecting and anal analyzing why did I go through those hardships and what should I take away from the good moments, right? So I had, I can tell you there was one time that I will never forget. I was about to move. I had to move to go to the training and I was about to move and I was reflecting on how did I get here and how did everything that happened in the past play a role into putting me in this situation? It was a big blessing, but it was a big challenge. That was the first moment that it started. 
I began reflecting on it. I had um, what we call now a meditation session. And I just, I was able to go back in time and put the pieces of the puzzle together. And when I looked at it afar, it just looked like a beautiful masterpiece to me at that time. And I was so intrigued to continue being more intentional about everything that I did going forward. So it wasn't a routine to me. It wasn't like go clock in and clock out. No, I would go in with the expectation of how can I improve this person? How can I teach them a little bit of what I have? Um, how can I make an impact in, in my, uh, my job at that time? That was the first moment that was very, very uh, a pivoting point in my life. The second one was when I quit that job. And it's <laughs> ironic, but it was so, so liberating. And I think that's when it all started to intensify and amplify into what I have become today. But um, the time that I quit my job was a very significant point. It showed me that I am capable, that it is possible to live a better life, and that everything has a specific purpose in our life. And once that purpose is fulfilled, it's time to keep it moving. It's time to move on to the next thing. And, and that was the second time um, back in 2019, very recent, actually. Things just got crazy ever since, but in, in an amazing way. Yes, it's it's uh, it's interesting. Like when you when you get that new job or um, you had two instances, right? You started a job and then the end of that job were two. It's, it's crazy how that one job had that much impact on your life. But yeah, it's because you just made the decision to go intentional on how you were showing up to work, how you were at work, how you interacted with everybody. Um, it's 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 huge takeaways that you get from those kind of shifts in life. Um, so can you tell me about why this is that why this journey is important to you? Yes, it's important to me because the more that I think about the the situations, the people that I have encountered in my life, the more that I am convinced that it is my moral responsibility to help other people. See, there's many quotes that have been like engraved in my mind every time that I have seen them. And here's one of them. The person giving you advice may not have everything perfect. The person giving you advice is not perfect and has shortcomings of their own, but they may be giving you the piece that you're missing. And so I consider myself a student of life. I like to absorb. I'm very analytical and observant. I love to learn from others, and I love witnessing other people reaching milestones. And the reason why this, this journey is important to me is because we're all fighting different battles and nobody knows anything about them. But with the way that um, social media and these online platforms are connecting us, why do we have to fight these battles alone? Why do we have to hold in the tip, the strategy, the idea that helped us overcome our own pains and um, tribulations when someone else is facing them? And that one tip of advice could change their life. So I'm, I'm very committed to making an impact. And I know I'm, I'm also uh, a work in progress. I'm also on this journey trying to become better every day. But with that quote that I mentioned, I feel like I shouldn't hold back from sharing things that I have uh, reflected on, things that I have learned when it could help someone else. 
I have been uh, on a journey for intentional living. It's, it's good to bring it back up now. So intentional living nation is a safe place for evolution and healing where I envision having everyone sharing tips with each other, supporting one another and contributing to this society or wherever they, they live in the best way possible. And with Intentional Living Nation, I've encountered numerous of people that are fighting so many, so many different battles that it's, it's, it's very um, eye-opening. It, it makes you, you have no option but to be grateful when you notice and you witness how other people may be dealing with worse things than you may have been. It um, reminds you that we're also blessed and that we have to be grateful. We have to be there for one another because if we don't, then how else are we going to be successful? Yeah, so. it's uh, like uh, Brandon put in the comments. It's it's like leveraging those connections, right? It's um, before social media age, we weren't aware that other people were going through the same things as us. Social media has made it easier for us to get in contact with like-minded people, uh, i.e. our connection here, right? Uh, right, with you coming right. on the show and everything it's just it's one of those things where we were following each other we've known each other for a while but then we follow each other on social media and i see what you're doing and i'm like oh i want to i want to i want to understand more how how we got there how did you get to that point and then <clears throat> the same being too is just like some people when they're experiencing things in life they forget that there's other people who go through the same thing you know everything that you go through chances are there's somebody that's going through that same thing it may not look exactly the same but there's aspects right. that you can take away from each other. And if somebody's already been through it, there's so much that you can learn from that person, you know, and then take it. I always say like, when people give me advice, I always listen and I always hear, but then I take what I need from it. I'm not going to do things exactly how you said, but right. I heard you. I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm going to take that and I'm going to turn it into my own thing because that's the only way it's going to be impactful and intentional is if I do it myself, you know, that kind of going through it um thing um oh one more thing when you can you yeah. come a little bit closer to your mic and then uh yeah can oh perfect can you guys hear me better now yes 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 okay um so is there any advice that you would like to give anybody who's like kind of setting off on this kind of intentional living um journey yeah uh so many tips but um i did want to comment on brandon's point it is about leveraging those connections and I, I just wanted to say one thing that has changed the way that I perceive people in my life, whether they're good or bad. I have learned to accept that every person has a purpose, a specific role to play in our life, right? Think of it as a story. So you have your villains, you have your heroes. And oftentimes, it's always the villains, the one that um, are sometimes the most memorable because they're the most painful. And we consistently are thinking about that pain, why it didn't go as expected, why they did what they did, et cetera. And once you get to this point of accepting that maybe that villain is exactly what you needed for you to level up, for you to become a stronger person, a, a wiser version of you, then you learn to appreciate them in a different way. And it's easier then to release whatever pain, whatever challenges came about to through that um, relationship, through that interaction. So I did, I did want to say that because I think what Brandon stated is very important. It is. It is true. And you were asking me um, about the journey, like what tips would I give? 
the best tip that I can give you and anyone here is to know that the, the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it most. And so oftentimes, social media is a blessing, but it's, it's a double-edged sword because it can, it can take you down this path of comparing yourself too much to the filtered lifestyles and situations that, you, that, you, that we witness. And my best tip is to know that you have every tool at your disposal that God placed you on this specific day and time in this situation that you're facing for a reason. It is our job to think about what is that reason, right? So be a student of life. I, I was looking around my room and, and thinking, should I show them? I have journals, um, I have journal upon journal that I've been using to reflect on my life, to capture ideas. Yeah. And it is that, that piece of advice that I once uh, heard through a YouTube video that caused me to become like my own therapist and become my own healer. And that is what I am seeking to embody nowadays in the life of everyone. So first tip, grass is greener where you water it most. It's not greener on the other side. Second tip, be a student of life. Be a student of life. Reflect. Reflect on this. Re let's re I'm going to reflect on what Brandon stated. I'm going to reflect on what you stated. I've been reflecting on the thing that you shared on um, the kickoff of this uh, season where you stated like that the mind is like water, right? That Bruce Lee quote. It's, it's about reflecting and thinking because like our bodies are like machines and our mind is like the computer, the, 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 the one that dictates what we should do, what we shouldn't do. So it's so many things that I can share, but I'll just leave it at those two tips. Be a student yeah. of life and water your grass. Yeah, yeah. See, and I like the water your grass because of the water your coat, right? Like the Bruce Lee quote, this is literally changed my life. And uh, I said that on the first episode. And I, I think it's important too, though, the reflection. I started journaling last year and I do yeah. I do both. I do I do written journaling and I also draw in my journal. And it's like okay. I haven't I hadn't drawn since shoot, high school. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I forgot, I forgot how much joy I got from that. And my mind just goes to a completely different place, especially, especially after you draw and then you color, right? It's like your, right. my, my mind is at so much peace and, and like, that's the best place I feel, um, the most happiest as well is when I'm doing yeah. that. So yeah, journaling, journaling, um, my, my wife actually put me onto journaling. Um, she has suggested it for me when we lived in Germany and it has mm -hmm. completely changed my life. Uh, I can tell when I journaled and when I haven't, just just off the clarity of my mind. Mm. Um, if I've been able to sit down with my thoughts and reflect right. on my thoughts, like you said, and I think it's important. Like I think it's important that you take an aspect of everything that happens in your day. So I tell all my employees yeah. too is just there's more than one way of thinking at things. It's so easy, like you said earlier, to to focus in on the negative. So like, for example, if you go to a meeting and you're in that meeting and like there's one person out of 10 people and that person just keeps asking you all the hard questions or they're trying to take away your your motive, um, momentum or, or something like yeah. that. And you just feel like they're trying to get underneath your skin. But you're so busy focusing in now on that one person, you forgot about the other nine, you know, and right. it's like it's like it's important, though, to have that one person because you need the extra thoughts. You need that push. Right. You need somebody to challenge your norm. You've gotten comfortable, you know, yeah. but you lose the battle 
when they, they take you out of your element, they take you out of your environment. They've had such an impact now that you can't do what you were going to do with those other nine people. Um, I think, I think that's so important what you're saying, you know, just reflect on it, but, you know, use it as you would, you know, use it as you will. Um, that's a big part of just growth in general is, uh, that's what I tell people in coaching too, is like a big part of, of, of coaching is you have to be comfortable with self. You know, if you're looking for all the answers externally to self, well, that's great, but self is never going to go anywhere. You have all the answers in the world and you'll never be able to take any action on them. And it all leads internally, right? It always yeah. does. No matter what situation we're dealing with, it it's always about how we react to it. Because to your point, there's going to be people, situations in life that will do their absolute best to trigger you, to trigger us. Mm -hmm. But that is where the biggest test lies. What are we going to do with that? Are we going to let them uh, bother us and completely throw us off and dim our light? Or are we going to rise to the challenge and perhaps consider that that person may need a little bit of um, your guidance too. They just don't know how to express it the best way. Yeah. And there's always, there's always later. Everything doesn't have to be right now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm all about, I mean, the name of the podcast is literally your time in. So I'm all about checking in. Sometimes you got to check out because mm -hmm. if you feel like your character is the one that's being influenced or you're, you're leaving self, it's time to check out, right? Let's check right, out. Right. And then, and then you can always come back to um, interacting with that person again. Um, I, Brandon said, many people are afraid of their thoughts. How would you coach those people? Um, the coaching technique is called silence. Right. So as a coach, you have to be you have to be comfortable in that person's silence. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, if you ask the right questions, it gets their mind thinking. And then what people do then is they jump in before that person's mind has had an opportunity to go through a full thought process. So um, coaching, you just get comfortable in the silence. Like I might ask you an impactful question. Mm -hmm. something that I'm intending that the answer won't be immediate or the immediate answer won't be the deep answer. Um, and then I'll let your brain do, you know, you got your subconscious and your conscious brain. I'll let your conscious brain do what it does, but your subconscious brain is still turning in the background. And then you just get silent, kind of like what your mom and your dad used to do to you. Like when you, when you know you was in trouble and they would just mm -hmm. not say anything and you'd be like, right. yeah, I did it. I took a cookie out the cookie jar, you know, it's the, it's the same thing. Um, and the other thing is, you just have to introduce people to their own thoughts, like, like kind of like um, slowly, you know, approached and tactical. You don't want to overwhelm them because they're they're not they're not familiar with being there. You want to keep them in it. You don't want to stay there forever. Um, anything yeah. from you, Jessica, on that? Yes, I've been thinking since you've been. I've been reflecting on everything you're sharing. So, what advice? Like, how do you coach people uh, that have negative thoughts? Have them have them damn it like yeah. what is the rule about oh you can't be sad you can't be upset you can't be angry you can't you can't be weak there there's a a misconception about what it means to be vulnerable what what weakness and what strength is um and many times with the society that we live in we're taught um for girls right girls can cry but guys shut it suck it up man up and why why yeah. when it, when it comes to pain why not release that pain i promise you that every time 
to to honor your podcast name, your time. And every time that I check in that I'm feeling emotionally destroyed, I'll go in that journal and I'll write and write and write. And every time that I do that and I am honest with myself and I honor the thoughts that I'm having and the feelings, painful, sad or not. I feel better at the end of it. It's something so special. I consider that I, whenever I'm uh, coaching people to out my soul family, I'll tell them, embrace the good and the bad in you. And the, the good obviously fulfills you, makes you happy. But the bad is what challenges you, what strengthens you. There wouldn't be growth without challenges. We oftentimes want like a, a more, more financial success, more love in our life, more blessings, right? But for us to level up, to that uh, version of us and that that reality, we need the challenges. We need the challenges so mm. we can uh, hold on to those blessings when they do come to us. I tell people all the time, it's pointless for me. Let's say uh, Brandon, as an example, let's say that he's wanting a job promotion, right? Fair. Okay. You want that job promotion? Magic wand. Let's give him that job promotion. But what if Brandon is not uh, mentally like ready to hold on to that, to not allow triggers, to throw off his balance, to uh, be structured enough, uh, to not allow that to affect his personal life, that job promotion. So what that means is, okay, Brandon wants this. Well, life, God, spirit, whatever you believe in, is going to give you the things that you need to encounter so you can walk up the stairs. And when you get to that point, you're able to stay there, right? It's very easy to get an A in class. It's hard as hell to maintain it. It's very mm -hmm. easy to get an A, but it's very hard to maintain it. It yeah. takes consistency, discipline, confidence, and the application of all of the, the above. So yes, uh, what advice uh, to summarize? I, I, used to, I used to put myself down for being so wordy and so extra with the way that I say things, because it's never like a yes or no or a one sentence answer with me. Yeah. And I'm learning to embrace that. We all have yeah. different ways of delivering messages and I'm learning to embrace that. So to recap, what I have said is embrace the negative thoughts, because if you don't, then they're going to continue to to surface at the wrong time. I can't do this. I'm not worthy of it. And then you're trying to go in this interview, but you keep you haven't processed those negative thoughts, those uh, self-imposed limitations. So you go to this interview with the I can't do this. I'm not I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of it. You go into that interview with that mentality and now it goes the other uh, way that it shouldn't be. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Dr. Guevara said in therapy with my patients, I always educate them that emotions and or feelings are neither good or bad. They are just, Bye. they just are. Feel the feels. Your body and mind are having them and need them to be felt and expressed. Absolutely. 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 I mean, that's just like people who are scared of public speaking. Like that's normal. Right. It's, it's, it's not, if you're not nervous, I'm nervous for you. You know, like it's, right. it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Now you can control it. Right. Um, there's a, the whole, the whole, um, it's like, uh, the research on body posture. There's a lady who does all this body posture stuff and affirmative actions. Like you can affirm with yourself, but if you're not feeling that nervousness, like I'm worried for you because it is, it's a big deal. You want to be, you want to portray yourself how you want to be seen at right. the same time though, you have to give yourself your, the freedom to feel that because it'll create something that's so great and so grand and authentic and connect with people 
Whereas everything mm-hmm. else is just a little bit robotic or it's salesman-y. Like, oh, you say that all the time. There's nothing right. real about what you just told me. I, I That is your elevator pitch. You know, that's what I call it. I'm like, that's an elevator pitch. You practice that all the time. I'm not buying it. You know, give me something authentic and real. Let me let me feel yeah. it, you know? And, and that's how I like um, think that most interactions should be or should occur under your own terms, but like feeling mm-hmm. how you want to feel. Nobody should ever suppress that in you. You should never let anybody suppress your feelings. Um, to your other point about, uh, I'm, I'm actually working on a subscriber only episode called men don't cry. And then I'm doing another one, like long hair, don't care, you know, and just oh, a, a like spoiler, <laughs> a spoiler alert on that one is I have a son. He has long hair. That is my son. Everybody thinks that's my daughter. That is my son. Um, until, you know, and unless he makes up his mind later down the road, that that's not what, how he wants to identify then that's, that's cool. But right now that is my son. Um, so right. th- those, those two are definitely going to come out and the one is going to be toxic masculinity. Cause I mean, it's okay to be your mm-hmm. genuine true self. Um, let me, let me get Brandon's in here one more time. I tell my clients who struggle with anxiety to schedule them, schedule time to freak out. Um, Jessica, have you oh. ever been to those? What is those? Like those crash rooms? Have you ever, I want to go to one so bad. Oh no, no, no. I've seen it. And I've, I've, come across quite a few posts about that. I don't know if that's like a sign that I need to go to the, the rage room is what they're Yeah, called. the rage, rage room. Yeah. 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 No, I have not. But um, it would have been very useful at certain points of my life. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Adrian, and, and to Dr. Guevara's point, she said it best. Emotions and feelings are so necessary. They, they encompass your whole being. Like, there's an obsession in this in this society to just shun down like the the negativity within you so you don't process it so you don't heal from it and so it'll uh, come to the surface when necessary to be like an impediment an obstacle in your life because um it's it's such a, a big topic but um it's almost like an obsession of keeping toxic masculinity and toxic femininity in in that specific uh uh, place to keep people from flourishing and being their best. I mean, if you look at the the education system, the way that it's set up is for what? Like, what do we need uh, certain things that we learned in, in calculus for? I mean, sure, it was a challenge and it, 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 um, it triggered your mind to go to different levels, but why is that useful now? I, you know, you asked me about the journey earlier, like how did I go down this journey? And I mentioned I've always been on this journey. I just became aware of it in the in the recent decade but when i was in colombia i grew up in south america i remember that um the school that i went to was a catholic school but the structure that they had was beautiful we had music class dance we had um uh, religion back then because it was a catholic school uh we learned how to write in cursive we had uh, grammar english science the typical stuff and then and then we had an ethics class how to treat people how to talk to people, how to be kind, how to be respectful, how to be appropriate, right? Like to have manners. Where is that type of subject in school? Like when we need it most, right? So the the things that you that Dr. Guevara was mentioning and Brandon, yes, and, and you, it's it's about embracing who we are. And if there's something we don't like about us, fair, you can change it. We can change it. How do you change it is the question. You yeah. won't change it if you uh, ignore it. If you just ignore it, you, you won't change it. You have to get to the root cause. 
What caused you to be so fearful of, pub of public speaking? What caused you to feel unworthy and to settle for toxic relationships, friendships, or partners? What caused you to have bad habits that are um, toxic, that are, I'm um, thinking of the word, and I can't remember it now, but that are um, sabotaging you? Yeah. What caused you to get to those habits that are constantly limiting you and sabotaging your wellness, your happiness, your abundance? That is why journaling is my like number one favorite tip to give to my soul family, to anyone that I encounter. Journaling, meditating, we've all seen all those things, right? Like manifesting. To me, journaling in its own, if, if I may, let me get my journal. I don't know if you guys can kind of see it, but I have, uh, I've been consistent with this ever since 2018. But journaling for me is a way to capture thoughts, ideas to sit down with yourself and be your own coach. Nowadays, we have therapists, we have coaches. You and I are looking to do the same thing, Dr. Guevara, and it sounds like Brandon is on the same path as well. And that's amazing, that's beautiful. But let's, let's be honest, what are we doing? We are triggering people's mindsets to go to that point of pain, that, that, um, that self-imposed limitation in their mind, and we're helping them overcome that. This in its own has done that for me. When I sit down one of my thoughts and I'm just doing like a brain dump or how am I feeling uh, journal prompt, I am honest with myself. I am authentic. I allow the bad feelings, the painful feelings to come to the surface. And when I look at them written on paper, I'm able to see them in a more objective way. And I'm able to see like, wow, I don't really like how this sounds. I don't like uh, how I'm feeling. How do I change it? And you on your own can get to that point. I tell my soul family all the time. I'm, it's an honor and a blessing whenever I'm in their presence, helping them overcome things, sharing things. But nothing is more powerful than your own voice. There's nothing more powerful than your own mind. And when you go to therapy sessions, sometimes, many times they are helpful. But what is holding you and I from being our own therapists, our own healers, our own coaches? So, so if anybody wants to to find out more about how they can join your soul family, uh, where can they find you at? They can find me on TikTok, Intentional Living Nation. I also have a YouTube that I started and Instagram. Uh, but in reality, if, if they want to consistently be part of it, I would greatly appreciate it. However, I consider soul family all of us. All of us, what I call beings of light, because there are a lot of evil people in this world, and I don't want to associate myself with them. But anyone that is seeking improvement, anyone that's seeking to become better, I consider them soul family. So welcome to join the family through those platforms. But if you're out there and you're seeing me, there's a reason why. And I say it in, in a humble way. Maybe I'm sharing something that will trigger you to go to a certain place in your mind uh, that can help you, or maybe there's something that you can do for me. As I stated earlier, Adrian, uh, we all have our own mission and purpose um, in people's lives and vice versa. So you, I'm sure you and Dr. Guevara and Brandon's feedback is going to do uh, major things in my life once I reflect on it and I figure out why is it that this situation happened today? What is it that I can take away from it to become better for um, myself, for my family, for my life? All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. Um, hope to have you back on. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone who, who tuned in, who took their time to check in. 
it is your time in and it is the most impactful thing that you can do to just sit with your own thoughts, sit with your own feelings and absorb and absorb, be a student of life, like I mentioned earlier. So thank you so much. I look forward to joining you guys in the future. <laughs> thank you. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning into the episode. I just want to go ahead and uh, let you know that we're going to have a week break and then we'll have some other guests coming on um, on the next episode. But thank you for checking in. Break time's over. Check in.